Welcome once again to Cranky Old Dudes. This week we're going to talk about old guys and the art of the extended conversation. But first I'd like to welcome back my sidekick, Leon J. Thibodeau. Hello, Leon. How you do, Woodrow? I surely enjoy doing this here radio show with you. I become somewhat of a celebrity down at the Piggly Wiggly these days. Show business does have an upside to it, Leon. I guess so, Woodrow. I got ladies swarming all over me saying, Hey, Leon, come on over to my house and I'll cook you some fine dinner. I even had one of them winos that hang out in the back claiming to be my long-lost son. Well, Leon, today we're going to talk about the old guy art of the extended conversation. Explain that to me, Woodrow. Well, for instance, the other day I walked into Wilmot's drugstore uh, to pick up some cough drops, and as I'm paying for them, I just happened to say, How you feeling today, Mr. Wilmot? That Mr. Wilmot been sick? I don't know, Leon. I was just being courteous by saying, How you feeling today? Uh, courtesy, that's a good thing, Woodrow. So anyway, Mr. Wilmot launches into a 20-minute dialogue of his past medical history, his wife's medical history, and how many milligrams of whatever medication he's been taking in a blow-by-blow of the family vacation to Atlanta. I've been to Atlanta one time. I watched the Brave play. I seen the Brave in Milwaukee a year before when I was living up there working in that slaughterhouse. Point here is, Leon, unless you are inclined and you have the time to spend a good part of the day talking with old guys, you got to be very careful what you say when greeting them. Enlighten me here, Woodrow. Never ask about the weather. How are you feeling? And never, never say, how are you? I haven't seen you in a long time. These are definitive openings for the extended conversation. Well, Woodrow, you can say the same thing about my three ex-wives. Those women never would shut up. I come home from a hard day at a slaughterhouse, and I, and I give my last wife a three-squeak hello, which meant, hi, honey, I was your day. How far later I find out her day wasn't so good. She could have saved some time and just said, it wasn't worth a damn, Leon, I'd sit down and eat your supper. Enough said. Now, I realize that old guys sometimes don't get the opportunity to visit and talk. So the first chance they get, they're going to take advantage of it. And I'll be the first to listen if I have the time. Now these tips are for when you are running late and just need to get some things done and don't have the time to engage in conversations about fences and siding and swimming pool pumps and squeaky gates. Woodrow, you are one fine human being. Well, thank you, Leon. You know, Woodrow, I had an uncle that used to build fences for a living. His name was Joseph, but everybody called him Loeb. He got bit by a spider on his earlobe when he was a little boy and that lobe had swelled up bigger than a silver dollar. His mama, that's my Aunt Tula, she made him soak his ear in ice water, but that earlobe never did get smaller. Everybody just called him Lobe after that. His head kind of tilted to one side, but that's not why he became a fence builder. That was my Uncle Julius that got him into building fences. Lots of friends, 
such relations may give you a crust of bread and such. You can help yourself, but don't take too much. Mama may have, and Papa may have, but God bless the child who can stand up and say, "I got my." Child's got to have his own.